American folk. Some American folk. Some American All right, welcome to the American Fork Podcast. Hello. Hi. 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 This is where we uh, talk into microphones and then you listen. That's a podcast. Is that right, Jake? That's exactly how it goes. Yay. And if you want to argue with us or uh, send something over to us, how would, how would people do that, Jake? Uh, well, you can you can support us on Patreon, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash American Forked. You can visit us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at American Forked. And you can even call our voicemail line and not talk to somebody. Just leave a message and tell us how great we are. We prefer you do it intoxicated, and then we can play it. Yeah, we could play it. Okay. Oh, we will play intoxicated messages. Excellent. All of them. That's a prerequisite. Yep. The, the the number for that's 385-323-0684. Excellent. So since we're talking Jake, this is Jake's voice. How are you doing, Jake? It's me. I'm I'm good. good. I'm I'm doing great. Good. What's new? I I've missed being on the show. Yeah. Yeah, we missed it's a whole a, been a week, weeks. didn't we? Has it been 2 weeks? 2 weeks since we recorded last? It's been 3. Well, it that, was only that kid's 1 week. Corner. Fat Kids Corner is epic, but uh, you did miss a couple weeks. That's all right. What's new in your world, in the Jake world? Oh, new. I'm still finishing my basement. That's good. Haven't done a whole lot in it in the last few weeks. Been three decades? How long has it been again? No, um, about four months. Okay. (laughs) Time's a little weird. (laughs) Yeah, we we have our four-way inspection here coming soon, so I've got a few finishing touches to do before that, and then moving on to the next thing. Awesome. And joining me to the left, stage left, <laughs> is stage right is Phil. Hello, Phil. What's up? Not much. What's new in your world? Just living life. Digging a big hole for a septic tank on my property. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. What goes in a septic tank? Uh, Septics. Black water. Black water. Poo poo. Like that cartoon. What was that cartoon we watched growing up? Black water. The darkness water. Something dark. Feels like you made that up just now. Simbad and the. Wasn't there like a black water cartoon? No. Where the water. Fern Gully. No, it was like a Saturday morning cartoon. Your people were all like pirates on a boat, and the water like turned black, and they're like, "Oh no, the black water." I just you, totally making that up. I think that's called last weekend's nightmare from you. Maybe, maybe it was a cartoon I dreamed about as a kid. Okay, I, or was it Tailspin? I don't know. Anyhow, it, it's not real. Bobby's World. <laughs> it was Bobby's World. Maybe. And by black water, you mean his parents? <laughs> what? This episode is brought to you by Howie Mandel. <laughs> I almost blacked out. Please don't call it blacked out. All right, we're going to go on to some micro news in American Fork. So American Fork Police Department has a canine dog, and they're getting some body armor. This is kind of interesting because you know a little bit about American Fork Police Dogs. Is that right, Phil? Mm -hmm. I do. I grew up raising American Fork Police Dogs outside in a kennel. And by raising them, I mean I occasionally walked by them as they snapped at me. (laughs) You saw them from the window. Yeah. What, 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 so this dog, I'm going to just read a little thing and we can talk about it because it's kind of cool. So Apollo is this dog's name. A uh, canine officer with the American Fork Police Department received some new equipment thanks to a nonprofit vested interest in canines. I don't know what that means. 
So wait, did the, do- the name of the did the dog get body armor? Yeah, the dog got body oh, armor. Oh, the dog did. Yeah, yeah so the dog a- officer. Yeah. Apollo's custom fitted bullet and stab resistant vest was embroidered with the phrase honoring those who served and sacrificed arrived this week. Wow, and it was what, two hundred thousand dollars? Well, it's saying it was donated by thanks to a nonprofit and then in capital letter letters it says vested interest, which is that might a really be the interesting name of the nonprofit because it's donated a vest to vested interest. Oh, maybe. We yeah. just hacked the code. It's very <laughs> we we know English and we know <laughs> what capital letters are. I wonder how that dog feels about getting body armor. I don't know, but it better not put on weight. Like is it like Oh, I feel safer now, or is it like, this is what annoying. is this? This hurts my yeah. back. Get this off of me. I think even if the dog got shot or stabbed in the vest, it would still be like, oh, this thing, I have to wear it. It wouldn't even <laughs> yeah. be like, I'm grateful I'm alive still. It's like, that hurt. Ow. <laughs> that hurt, and I'm still Can alive. Can we take it off now? <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, AF has had, has act, like, seems like has had, um, always loved their their dogs, their canines. Yeah, officers. Because I remember when we were in high school, at American Fork High School, um, the canine one of the canine officers had died, and the school raised a whole bunch of money for the police department. Oh, I don't even remember for the that. funeral or whatever. I remember and, that. And to get another dog, I think maybe that's what because they're not cheap. They don't give those dogs away. They're not going down to the Humane Society and getting a Chihuahua. Right. Vested yeah. interest. I want to say they were like forty or fifty thousand dollars. I wanted to say 20, but 40 and 50 sounds that good, sounds too. That sounds great. Yeah. And that was like 20 years ago, so. Yeah. So that's like $4 million now. With, with inflation, They'd yeah. fly out to Amsterdam and pick out those dogs. A single Bitcoin could buy a, one of those dogs now. <laughs> could buy a Austrian Shepherd fully trained to destroy people or sniff drugs out of a toilet. I'm sorry. Those dogs are amazing, though. I watched, that's one of my YouTube addictions is watching police videos. And whenever they have the dogs out there amazing um i guess they're actually officers right yeah they're so they yeah. technically an officer like if you officer. shoot one it's you get mm-hmm. capital murder or whatever yep. or assault one it's you're yeah. assaulting an officer yeah. i saw a video not that long ago of a guy he was biting the dog and he probably got assault on an officer or something like yeah that. yeah the dog was like oh yeah you two can play this game <laughs> <laughs> jaws of death <laughs> so anyway that's pretty funny I, I love I love the idea that the dogs get the vest because um, to me they are anyway it's super cool to watch videos of police officers and and what those dogs can do. So yeah, do you ever watch uh, uh, MythBusters where they're like, we're gonna figure out if we can hide drugs from dogs, mm-hmm. and they put it in like a dirty diaper in like five Ziploc bags inside like a sealed container in like a briefcase full of like old bananas and stuff and all, and there were like five briefcases on the floor that all had the same stuff in them. And the dog just like, just walked one right had drugs, in, just one had drugs yeah. in all that stuff. Yeah. Dog walked right in, right to the, like That's crazy, just like that went right to it. I'm thinking and and this, you know, this isn't for sure, but I think probably one of the things they do in Amsterdam is they actually get them addicted to the drugs. Maybe. And they're kind of like drug addicts and then they recover them, but they're still I need, like, I need to fix. I need to fix. Where's my fix? Because if you've seen it's a drug there. <laughs> you've seen a drug addict, they will find some drugs. It does not matter how much they'll dirty sniff it out. And uh, <laughs> banana peels they have to walk past. They will find some drugs. I don't know. It's just a guess. Maybe. It's possible. Possible. It's probable. Yeah, they're most likely doing that. I think they're doing that for sure. 
All right. Well, moving on to local news. So this is interesting. I don't know why. It seems like this this story comes up every year, every couple of years. But I thought I'd touch on it. And it is an icon of Utah. So this is moving on to local news, which is Utah. So Lake Powell is at historic low levels. And it seems like it just keeps going down. It's crazy. So here's here's the article that I saw from uh, Fox 13. They said, water levels levels are already historically low in Lake Powell. They're continuing to drop through the summer. Um Lake Powell has been below capacity for many years, and due to the extreme drought in the last 10 years, the Bureau of Reclamation Projects said that it may drop to historic lows. Last time it was this low was in 1968, which I swear is not even long after they made that dam. It's probably right? like when they were filling it up. I know. Yeah, we went there a few weeks ago. It, it was way low, and the beach was long because of it. <laughs> It's currently 136.24 feet below full pool. Wow. See, I've been there when it was low, supposedly, but we were talking like 30, 40 feet. That, that's the last time I went there. Now you said of what? A hundred and below, 136 below full pool. So like, at high, I guess that's highest capacity. Wow. Now the cliffs we jumped off of are like 300 feet tall. And there's <laughs> rocks below. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Well, this is this is a shout out to Beagle on this little piece of data here. But um, so it the, the water system provides water for 41 million people in Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, and Wyoming, which is kind of weird. I think that has to do with the Colorado River, the whole river that feeds it. But uh, here's here this is the shout out to Beagle. So most of the water doesn't go to homes. Um, about 60 to 70 percent of the water consumption is from agriculture. The remaining smaller fraction is municipal and household use. So stop eating meat is what I'm trying to say. I will uneat the steak that I had an hour ago. Oh, I had a great steak yesterday or the day before. I will uneat the beef tacos I had earlier. <laughs> we all are the worst. Yeah. We Hold just up. like we eat. don't care about it's Earth Day and we just had steak. We just eat this planet dry. <laughs> yeah. Mine was full of alfalfa. You could taste it. <laughs> it was an alfalfa alfalfa steak? burger. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't even bring that up. So grass-fed beef, mm -hmm. in theory, should be like less water, maybe? I think grass-fed beef is alfalfa. Actually, no, they can't eat alfalfa in the grass form or they bloat and die. The, it's, oh, it's, I believe you. They have to eat it in the hay it's, form? Yeah. It's actually grass that, like, I don't know if it's long grass, but it's like a natural grass that they eat. Mm-hmm. This is really interesting. Yeah. And not the what, synthetic grass. What color is it? Uh, blue, it's Kentucky blue grass. <laughs> Straight from your front yard. <laughs> is that why ha happy cows come from Kentucky? That's right. <laughs> That's where all cows come and, from. And go to McDonald's. Yep. Yeah. Jake, when was the last time you went to Lake Powell? Uh, I drove by it, kind of, when we went to oh, yeah. hiking last year. Oh, I thought you were or two years it. ago. Actual visited Powell? Yeah. Um, many years. Yeah. yeah I we drove by Powell? Last time. In a way, like, kind of, like, up in the northern part of it. Oh, yeah. But I drove by Powell two weeks ago when I came back from Arizona. Oh, yeah? You went that way? Yeah, we went the more scenic way. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fun way. Well, we, we all know someone, the the, uh, the Holy Holy Ghost, what is it? The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. The Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Um, his dad, I believe, went down through the canyon before it was actually dammed off. And he told the story to me 
about it. I don't know if he told that to you guys. Dr. Spirit? <laughs> Dr. Spirit, yes. That's my Yeah, father. my dad did that. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> but it was a very neat story. Uh, it wasn't a long story, but he just told us that him is Scoutmaster and took canoes down there and basically said, look around because this is the last time you're going to see it. Next year, they're going to start filling it up. Oh, that's That would be cool to remember Pretty that. crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, that would be crazy. Because I think they buried some, like, Native American art down there and stuff. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff down there. Yeah. I think that's where all the uh, the gold from the Aztec Nation, the Aztecs, came from. Let's go find it when it gets low enough this year. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep eating beef so we can go find all Ooh, that yeah. artwork. Buy leather there. shoes, a lot of leather. Hashtag goals. Mm. I mean, yeah, that's a good plan. Treasure hunt. Beef for treasure hunt is our new group. There are definitely a lot of beer bottles down there. <laughs> the coolers. That's very valid. All right, moving on to uh, national news. There's this guy who's been in the news lately. His name's Derek. Derek Chauvin? Chauvin? Yep. Chauvin. Derek Chauvin. You heard of him? I have. Well, here's all I know is that uh, he has. Uh, he, he may be living in the prison. He may be living behind bars or a cell. Isn't like 75 years or something? I don't even know. You guys probably I guess know the, better than no, me. No, they think the sentencing is next week. Oh, okay. If I remember yeah. right. They'll sentence him next week. Yeah. Who knows what the judge will do. He didn't look happy in court for sure. Oh, I wonder why that was. I, I couldn't know. tell any expression on his face. <laughs> Neither, like, no expressions when he was on, when he was killing that guy either. Because he had a mask on or? He did have a mask on. Yeah. But I think the same expression he was making while he was kneeling on that guy is the face he makes all the time, every day. <laughs> wow. Let's go around about. I mean, my opinion about this is that I don't, I think he messed up big time. I don't, I, this is before, I honestly, this is before the trial. I thought this when I saw the video. The guy messed up big time. Whether it's, uh, you know, it went through due process with the, you know, jury of his peers and whatnot, but the guy messed up. You mean, that, he when, killed. He he killed with whether, George Floyd. Mm-hmm. Messed up. Yeah. And um, I know there's a lot of stories floating around about some personal relationship with George Floyd, or he hated him, or he's he's been in other racist situations that he screwed up on. But bottom line is he screwed up. Yeah, that doesn't matter. He, so I I'm usually mistake. way supportive of police officers and and their jobs. I you can't even I can't even fathom the pressures that they're under and the situations going on with them, but. It appears as though he made a big mistake, but I wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Yeah, I, th- I think he probably realizes, has realized his mistake since then. But, you know, I, it, it's a tough situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he should have done what he did, but I don't think he was a racist. Yeah. I guess, you know, I guess in the court hearing, there were no, there were, there was no, like, as far as like the, you know, the, the final, uh, the final decision of the court had nothing to do with racism. There was no right. evidence of that at all. But it's unfortunate that that incident turned into be this huge debate and year-long riots and, and protests on, on racism when, for all intents and purposes, it had nothing to do with it. Right. So I watched a lot of this trial, and I think you're dead wrong. <laughs> Really? I'm yeah. I wouldn't disagree. I uh so like a couple things that really jumped out to me, like watching the 
vest cams or whatever, like mm-hmm. where you're like in their shoes, mm-hmm. seeing what they see, experiencing what they experience. It's like they're trying to get this guy in the car. He won't go in. He won't go in. They're like being nicer to him, I thought, than like half the officers who pull me over for speeding. Not that I ever do that. Hashtag Phil never speeds. Hashtag Phil's a liar. Yeah. Hashtag driving to Vegas yeah. at 90 miles an hour. I never do that. I don't drive <laughs> to Vegas over the speed limit. Never. Yeah. Um, yeah, from that perspective, it's like they're they're wrestling with him. He's like, I need to get on the ground. I need to get on the ground. They put him on the ground. He's like jerking around, which one of the doctors later says is like, oh, he's kind of having a semi-seizure. That's why he's kicking his leg. And I'm like, okay, well, as an officer who's not a doctor, I'm thinking to myself, I don't know that. He's kicking or fighting or something. And it just like the time frame that they're experiencing, like we look at it, we're like, oh, he kneeled on him for like nine minutes. But from their perspective, it was like they get him down, they call EMS, they're like, is EMS coming? All these people are screaming at him. They're like screaming, check his pulse. They check his pulse. Oh, EMS is here. It's like bam, 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 like so fast. Um, and then other things really jumped out. Like he was high when they found him. He ingested more fentanyl when he was in the squad car. They found the fentanyl half eaten with his DNA on it. The coroner said he declared people overdose deaths for less fentanyl than he had in his system. Yeah. It's like, hmm. t- to me is like, yeah, he shouldn't have knelt on his neck that long, but I don't think that's what killed him right and either did the coroner who the guy who actually or yeah. the, the guy who actually did the autopsy and actually like looks at the body and says this is what happened said that it was heart failure due to his enlarged clogged heart the fentanyl and the all the stress and the fentanyl like right and they asked him again and again like do you ever have you ever heard of anyone being strangled from being pressure on the back of the neck he's like it's i've side, never seen it was it. the side of the neck yeah well yeah and he said even if he said, I never saw the corroded artery obstructed, and even if one of them was, the other one would keep right. pumping blood. But then they had the other doctor for the prosecution who got up and gave us huge like uh, analysis, like, oh, when he was leaning here, here's how much pressure was on him and all this stuff, and and they think that's what really turned the jury is he did this like huge detailed thing, and he's like, absolutely, he died because they were on top of him, and... I, I think that's crazy. I mean, w- one thing that I would agree with is that there's a combination of, there's a bunch of things that led to this. Right. The guy was being a piece of crap, honestly. He was being a jerk to the cops. He, he was, was being kicking. super belligerent. He was being super belligerent, uncooperative. Now, not that, I mean, I get people's point that you need, you, you don't just want to lay down and do whatever a cop says, you know what I mean? If you feel like there's something bad going on, I get it. But what he was doing was not that. It wasn't like the cops were being ridiculous. It was like they're trying to get him into the into the car, and he's kicking himself out and flopping on. Like, come on, really? And and saying he couldn't breathe while he's in the car. Like they're not even touching him. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Like, and that was the thing that got to me too. They're like saying, "Oh, he can't breathe." They're kneeling on him. It was like he was saying that standing up. Like, right. I don't know what you're. So then you have then you have this idea of like it's a stacked up problem, and then the last thing is Officer Chauvin putting his neck on the thing, and and I'm saying that's the last, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So like you have a situation, and I'm somewhat playing devil's advocate here, but like let's say you go and you murder someone that has stage four cancer, and they're gonna die within a few matter of weeks. Like, 
did you still murder the person? Or is it like, well, he was going to die anyways because of fentanyl or, in this case, cancer? I mean, what... what it, it is an interesting question yeah. like what was the what was the what was the thing that actually killed this guy yeah and and see to me that's not murder like if you're doing your job you didn't do one step like totally correct like it, it didn't look like an intentional like it didn't look like murder to me like when right. you go to the doctor uh, to have surgery, they have you sign this big thing that says you're probably going to die when you do this. <laughs> and if it's our fault, it doesn't matter. Like you're you wave that right. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how there's not this common understanding with the public that if you fight with police who are armed right. and, and, and who knows under what stress, right. like, aren't, aren't you like signing that waiver? Waving your right like, to, to live. Right. Right. Like they're like, and so I disagree with what you said earlier a little bit where it's like, yeah, you don't want to just lay down for the cops. I, in my personal opinion, I think you do. Like if the cop is doing something wrong, let him do it. And then you take him to court. But that guy's got a gun. He's got a gun and he's like, it's loaded and the safe, there's no safety. That guy's <laughs> trained to pick that thing up and shoot you at any second. Like right. if you, if, if anything goes wrong and so trusting this complete stranger to act perfectly every time you encounter him to me is crazy to right. me it's like i'm going to absolutely yeah. not do anything to make this guy confused or tick him off or right. anything like and i'm not saying they're not trained or anything but people are people i mean well and, and if you, sorry if you had a if you if you put a scale out there an old school scale where you put weights on one end and on the other end and every time a cop did something good, you put a weight on one side, and every time you did something bad, you put it on the other side, I guarantee that the good side is going to be way outweighed by the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee also that each person is going to have bad stuff on that on that scale because yeah. they're people. There's mm-hmm. these crazy situations they come across. I mean, I wa- like I said, I watch tons of police videos. I loved cops growing up, and they deal with crap that we never have to deal with and that's their job. And thank goodness they're there. Yeah. yeah. That's my, that's my real opinion about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, George Floyd was a criminal. He had committed a crime and he had drugs in his system and he was struggling with the police. So I, my, when the verdict came out, my, honestly, my heart went out to Derek Chauvin because he was doing his job. He was not illegally doing his job. According to the Minneapolis the police, police Department training documentation or whatever, the, way, the method that he was using to detain him was a legal method. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's, I don't know, it's really, really tough situation. And, and, that, and that's the thing. They asked, all, the, all the, the media was like, oh, his superiors all testified against him. No, they didn't. All they said is, he put his knee on him too long. And then they asked him, like, have you ever put your knee on someone? Oh, yeah, lots of times. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, okay, so that's part of training. Yeah, but he did it too long. Okay, what's the correct amount of time? Well, you have to use well, good judgment. He, well, he did it too long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that was kind of the thing, and that's what it boils down to. And that was his argument, is I was doing exactly what I was trained to do. Like, right. and, um, and they just threw him right under the bus. Initially, everything was fine. The coroner said he died of fentanyl. There's no foul play. The city got in an uproar, and then they went and found another doctor to look at it, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a homicide. 
like after there's this right. uproar. Mm-hmm. And which, so, which you do step into like the conspiracy theory realm of things at this point, and and I believe in them a lot yeah. of them. Yeah, and and there could be like there's both sides of that because it could be that n- no doubt that police departments and police officers sometimes cover things up either for each other for themselves or or that system that that can happen um and that was the accusation is like oh they're just covering this up but i think you'd have a hard time arguing against the idea that this was just a trial by mob it was like um the mob says he's guilty okay we better charge him you know he's get he's getting uh tried the city uh, settles with his family for $27 million before the trial even begins. So the yeah. jury walks into this. That's oh, the, the city already settled. And then all the comments, all the politicians made and everything, it's like, did this guy get a fair trial? Could he right. ever? Who was it one? Who was it from California, the politician that spoke up and was being a real dummy about it? Do you, um, you know who that was? Uh, uh, Maxine? Maxine Waters. Waters. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do, do you recall that Statement? If Trump had said what she had said, then he would have been impeached Again. and removed from office. Well, the judge, I believe, made some comment of, uh, you, you guys have grounds for mistrial here with yeah. all these things being said by politicians. I su- Well, I was surprised he didn't say a mistrial for it, but he said, I'm not going to do a mistrial, but you have grounds. She probably just handed you an appeal, right? meaning <laughs> that uh, you might overturn this in an appeal. Right. Um, but but that's the problem. They overturn it in the, the appeal or they say it's a mistrial and he's just going to go back again. And it's like, can this guy ever be tried uh, in a fair trial? Right. Is there a, is there such thing as an untainted jury right. pool in this case? Yeah, yeah, everyone has an opinion one way or the other right. on it. Right. It's crazy. We're just gonna have yeah, to buy- she said that uh, protesters need to get more confrontational. Well, and the crazy the crazy thing is you've got people literally standing outside the courthouse in Minneapolis ready to either riot or party when 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 the the verdict comes out. Mm-hmm. What kind of pressure do you think that puts people under? And then the president saying they better do the right verdict. Like right. that's crazy. <laughs> and, then, and Pelosi came out just recently yep. and said she thanked um, George Floyd for. What uh, Ooh, giving yeah. his life for justice, social justice, or something like sacrificing. that? Sacrificing, sacrificing his life for social justice. Come on, yeah, it's crazy. Come on, man. Come on, man. You know me. <laughs> so I was I was on a jury when I lived in Boston um, for a gang beating, and it was caught on video. And all we were asked to convict on was whether or not these people beat this guy. Like they're like, here's the video. Like you see this guy. Here's his foot. Kick, kick, <laughs> and we were supposed to say whether or not that happened. I was like, yeah. so clear cut. <laughs> and we spent almost eight hours deliberating, right. watching evidence and stuff like that. This jury took about 10 hours on like this huge case where um, it wasn't like I kicked this guy, I murdered this guy. Right. So it's way more consequential. I, I'd love to be a fly on the wall in that room to know yeah. whether or not it's like if, if somebody came in First thing, and like, hey, before we go through all this evidence, my did, do we my want a riot? Like, do we want the whole city to burn down over this? Like, right? You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. or do you want do you want your names to get out as a juror who didn't convict it, him? Exactly. Like, are juror are the jurors' names public? They would be uh, eventually. I think the only 
Only if the juror comes forward, but the court will never reveal who jurors are. But if you have enough Bitcoin, you can figure out who's on the jury. Yeah. Pretty sure. If you have Bitcoin, you can do anything. (laughs) And when you're watching, you know, you know, I mean, the court hearing is, is public record, right? In the state of Minnesota. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a a prediction of what's going to happen. And this, I have no idea where I came up with this, just driving around, listening to these reports. I think what's going to happen is they've basically gave him the heaviest, um, convictions right i mean they they didn't they found him guilty of everything all the charges yeah so i have a feeling that because it's very recent the they're gonna um what's it called when they give they're gonna sentence him it's gonna be pretty nasty but if you actually follow derek chauvin through the whatever like through the years or whatever he's probably gonna serve a much less sentence than he's given due to good behavior or whatever I, i just think that they're gonna help him off a little lenient and and you can say that's the white privilege that's the racist system that's the unjust whatever but uh i have a feeling that a lot of this verdict had to do with how hot the topic is right now and how maybe hot the trial maybe is. in 2024 trump will win election and then pardon him no oh, maybe <laughs> yeah Only is it is it a federal no it's, not. it's a state uh it's charge state, isn't it yeah. yeah so he couldn't do that but a governor could, I guess. But only a piece of crap like Trump would do something like that. So. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Trump's what the a worst. Dick. What a wor- <laughs> I hate Trump. So, so, Phil, you think the verdict was wrong? Yeah. Like, from what I... I and I, I'd only say I watched, like... I watched a lot of it, but probably only, like, 50%, 60% of it. Um, but from what I saw, if I were on that jury... Like, because they got the same instructions we did on the, on the jury, and they said if if it has to be beyond reasonable doubt. And even in a situation where we literally watched guys kick another guy on video, we were fast-forwarding and playing and fast-forwarding and playing, and we found that one of those guys never kicked. That makes a lot of sense. Phil basically thinks he got overcharged with everything. Right, Phil? Yeah, I think I think murder was the wrong thing. Like, uh, maybe negligence, like have his license taken away. He can't be a police officer anymore. But right. I think murder was way overboard. I think, and you know, didn't even happen because, like I was saying, because uh, the city rioted. Uh, right. Originally, they were like, "Yep, died of fentanyl. Case closed. Let's move on." Right. So, okay. And Jake, how would you summarize your opinion of the situation? I would say it's a very uh, unf- it's a very unfortunate verdict, and although it was unnecessary for him to lay on put on his knee on his neck for that long, um, I do think that it was definitely um, uh, social a lot of social pressure, and it probably was swayed in the direction it was. Right. Uh, a lot because of the pressure. Right. And uh, like I said, I think it's this straw that broke the camel's back on this death. And um, there's a lot of things that led up to it, including him being a pain in the butt and having way too much fentanyl in his system. But that police officer did break the back. So I think sometimes there's recourse for that. So I'm glad he was able to go to trial and didn't just get burned at the stake. That's kind of nice. Oh, the police officer? Right. So... Here's something that I feel like riding over. You ready? DC statehood. You guys know anything about it? Bada bing. Bada boom. 
Mm-hmm. What? Why? Does anyone have an opinion on why DC all of a sudden has to become a state now? Why is it not a state? No, I asked a question. You don't answer my question with a oh, question. No, that, that's what, that's what <laughs> I said, why so, should DC become a state? So we have more liberal senators. <laughs> that's well, you, constitutionally, it should. Everybody should have representation. Right. Correct. So yeah. they either need to be absorbed into Maryland or whatever. Right. Or so that the 700 plus thousand people living there actually get a say and representation. Otherwise, that's not fair to them. But do they deserve a full state where they get two senators and three House of Representatives? Probably not. Right. So wasn't it then they start off saying D.C. is neutral? So isn't every idiot that moved to D.C. knowing that they won't be represented? Like, Because right. that's the neutral place? Like, isn't that their own fault? Yeah. Well, and that, I agree with that. But here's my question on it. Why don't they have representation? Is it because they're supposed to be set up as a neutral ground to which we can govern? That's or, that's what I thought. I thought D.C. was the capital, and the capital is what governs all the states. But I don't know. Well, know to, to an extent, obviously. But right. the country as a whole, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because I do know the narrative of there's 700,000 people that are not being represented, but I, th- I would argue also there's uh, 100,000 people in Wyoming that know there's no other human beings that live there, but they still move to the state. Like, it, there's everywhere you live and everywhere you move to, there's certain things that are positive and negative and whatever and dc's never had representation so that again my question yep. why is it why is it so important now after yeah, 200 years what's worse not having representation or living in a place that you know your vote doesn't matter so wait how does that work though because everyone in dc votes in the general election nope oh they don't nope oh they don't vote at all nope oh i didn't know that but but he, I agree with what Bolt's saying. I think that what actually needs to happen is they need to be dissolved into a state, whether it's Virginia or Maryland, They, which, you know, they, those populations should be able to have the right to vote within those states or something like that. Or why can't they just register to vote in another state? Like because they don't live in the other states. But right, people but, do it all the time. But maybe you... <laughs> yeah. But maybe you just pick, like, where your grandma lives or something. But you have to live there. How much? How much of? I, I assume <laughs> the genius. federal government owns DC, like all of it. I don't know. So, uh, yeah, it's it's federal jurisdiction there. So when I l- read about this months ago, they were saying like the way it would break down, and I don't know if this is how they just passed it, but the boundary would essentially be that like all the people in DC would be one delegate. And pretty much the White House would be another delegate. So the the president would actually have a full dele- delegacy for him and his a, a family. A delicacy? Delicacy. Ooh, that sounds quite, nice. Quite yeah. a delicacy. <laughs> yeah. Well, here, let me read. Let, so me, this is, let me introduce Bolt first. I forgot to yeah. introduce. Bolt just showed up with some chicken, chicken, chicken wings. And he's here for a very short time, but he's going to educate us. Mm-hmm. He's going to read something, and we're going to listen. So from history.com, so you know... Yawn. It's pretty, <laughs> pretty legit. It's pretty liberal, actually. It's a dot .com. It's not a dot, dot .gov. So, um, so but, you know you can trust it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the U.S. Constitution, Article One, Section, blah 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 blah. Look it up. Boring. <laughs> instructed that the seat of government be a district, so not exceeding ten miles. So D.C. is only about ten square miles. Right. And around it is Maryland, right? And is that, and Virginia. Is that what, and Virginia. Mm-hmm. I think it's on, it on the border. border? Okay. Yeah. 
And James Madison spelled out the reason for this arrangement, explaining that maintaining an isolated district would prevent any state from holding too much power or by being home to the national government. So I get the original intent, but now we're at the point where places like New York and California are states that hold, you know, there's just a lot of people living there, so they have right. a lot of say in and of themselves. So it's kind of a moot point. So yeah, I'd say make an amendment that just absorbs it into Virginia or Maryland and yeah. be done with it. Because like I'd rather Puerto Rico be a state than Washington, D.C. Yeah, for sure. Why is that? Because there's like two million people living there without oh. proper re- you know, representation. I mean... You know, they voted for it a couple times. It keeps getting shot down. But Yeah. Now, I, this is really probably childish of me, but I, I think that everyone thinks about this. My first thought when it's like D.C. is going to become a state is, what's the flag going to look like? That's I'm not joking when I heard oh, this. I'm like, 51 are, stars? are they going to get a football team? <laughs> oh, what's no. the American flag? What's the American flag going to look like? You got 50 stars for 50 states. Where do you throw one yeah, in and keep I, it symmetrical? This is this is insane. I think they'll like make the stars into one of those like blur your eyes things. Yeah, magic eye, a three D image. And there's a, there's a fifty first star <laughs> yeah. hidden in it. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, you just got to look at it slightly cross eyed when the wind's blowing. Yep, I just invented it. You're welcome, America. <laughs> but here's my thing. I'm thinking they need to figure out three or four more like states you know and then we can have a symmetrical so we can flag a new the, another line at the bottom we need a flag symmetrical stars, flag is right. what i'm getting at right so but, samoa samoa puerto rico puerto rico i would DC. dead serious rather mexico be <laughs> or the philippines north korea <laughs> north mexico i think me- we should make mexico i think we should forcefully make uh, mexico the 51st i have state. a certain amount of love for mexico and i don't know if it's just tequila or but I'm not kidding. I love yes, Mexicans, the family, the everything about the Mexican culture. Except I love it. drug cartels. That's not the Mexican culture, though. Yeah, I mean Mexico. I'm yeah, saying. that's like the tumor on their side. Th- that would be a, a a detriment of absorbing Mexico into the United States. Yeah, that's the stepchild that nobody likes. Yeah, yeah. In that family, but, but they love themselves. But I do think we could solve a lot of problems by just saying, "You're now five states in the United States, so there's no more illegal immigration." Listen, in in support of having a symmetrical flag, I'm all for it. Okay, I, we need to have this. Good. So D.C., Samoa, I don't know, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, and then Virgin Islands. The rest of Virgin Islands are great. Mm-hmm. They're beautiful. And then, like, however many areas of Mexico we need to make the flag symmetrical. Perfect. Case closed. Let's send the build around me. <laughs> or we could just make our flag red. We're going to do a, a art contest. How do you make 51 states on a flag? Submit it. Wouldn't that be cool if some fifth grader, like, decide, was the one that decided what the flag was going to look like? That would probably be the right one to do it. I love it. I'm thinking we have red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, brown, black. Is that already a flag? No white. Oh, no Can't white. white no. Roy G. Biv. Perfect. So, no, they shouldn't be a state. Yes, they should. In all seriousness, I don't think they should be another state. I think they should be dissolved into another state. Like Maryland. Or like also. Maryland. Yeah, or what I, I'm wondering how I asked back to my question before if if dc is owned by the federal government would that change the the federal 
boundary? Like, can you be a state if you're predominantly owned by the federal government? I don't know. Right. Well, Utah is predominantly owned by the federal government. It is, like 56%, isn't it? And Nevada. Yeah. Huge amounts of land are owned by it. It's like 90% in Nevada. Yeah. I don't know. If you live live on federal land, are you part of that state? Uh, In Utah, if you live on... You can't live on federal... Well, I think... That's what I'm saying. I, I think there's some grandfathered people that live on federal land, like they built a cabin and... Then they bought the land. And then, yeah, and then they bought like 10 million acres around them. So they're on there. But since it was made federal land, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure nobody can like build on there or buy any land there. Mm-hmm. 29% of D.C. is federal land. So less than percentage wise than Utah. Yeah, a third. Almost half of, of yeah. Utah. It's very small too, though. 10 square miles. That's a lot of land to lose. 30%. Yeah, but I think that thirty percent is just like the White House, the monuments, the monuments all that, that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, all the things that make up the Freemason symbols in the streets. Yeah, you oh, ever yeah. seen that? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And the the pentagram. Yep. With Freemasonry. The, yep. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they can be a state when we free the Masons. Yeah, Nicholas Cage. What was that? Yeah, we can be. A, they can be a state when we free the Masons. Do they need freeing? Are they imprisoned? They're already free. I totally misunderstood their name this whole time. I thought that they were free, but we need to free them. Is this like free Tibet? Freemasons. That's what the hammer and the pick are for, to dig them out of there. I think you're thinking of uh, Soviet Russia. No, what's, oh, no, it's a compass. Freemasons, the, the square compass. 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 Square square. compass. That's yeah. right. Come on, man. My bad. Come on, man. Soviet Union and right. Freemasonry. Sorry, Freemasons. <laughs> we Freemasons isn't free. Yeah. All right, Phil, I know that there's a lot of anger in your world, and I want to, I want to help you with that. Which is it? Biden is not your best friend in the whole world. Uh, no. But I want to take a moment and have a discussion, and it's called, what do you like about Biden? And you can't say anything that you don't like about him. Oh. You're next, Jake, so get to oh, thinking. Geez, I need to Google something. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt. So I know you got something on the on the. So burner. this is going to be like a bad answer, but I liked Biden early on, and like toward the end of the debates and everything, I I I was hopeful for him. Like he was like, yeah, we're going to bring people together. We're not going to be enemies. But I I feel like he's not done that very well. Like and and kind of gone the other direction. Mm-hmm. But see, you screwed up already. Yeah, I, tell me what you like about Biden. No buts. I, I needed some preparation. I okay, guess. let's go to Bolt. Bolt, why do you like Biden? <laughs> do I? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you have okay. to find so something I, you I like about to, the guy. You admitted you, you admitted you voted for him. Yeah, no, I voted for him, and so there's a, must be. A so you 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 everyone who voted for Trump liked the guy. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. Just me. Um, yeah, <laughs> like there are obviously plenty of pro Trumpers. But the majority of people in Utah, I feel, that actually voted for Trump did so just because he was not a Democrat. Right. And so, likewise, I voted for Biden just because he isn't Trump, but mm-hmm. it is a little bit more that I've, I want to move forward. You know, um, I do think that when you take better care of the environment, the way that things are going, I don't think that addressing climate change as we are is actually right. You know, like... Right. Investing trillions of dollars into renewables would be, it'd just be a lot easier if we invested trillions of dollars into nuclear power. It'd be easier to just stop eating beef. 
Yeah. I mean, really? We'll save the world. If you want to really get into that. <laughs> I did a whole bunch of research after uh, uh, Beagle was talking about it. And so let's say everybody stopped eating beef. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> this is what you like about Biden. Go on. Yeah. This is what, no. no this is what I like about Biden is that it's really, he tangents all the time. So I'm just. <laughs> this is what you like about Beagle. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's okay for me to tangent and not answer the question. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> But like, say we switch, we all switched over to uh, vegetables mm-hmm. instead of meat. Mm-hmm. Well, you'd have to grow a lot more in the way that we grow things. We use a lot of fertilizer, and fertilizer releases a lot of nitrous oxide, which is three hundred times worse than CO two as far as greenhouse gas is concerned. And so, if even if we increase just one percent of our nitrous oxide emissions, that's like tripling our CO two emissions. Eat it, Beagle. So, from a saving the. In- from saving water, absolutely. If we all switch to vegetables, it would save places like Utah that are desert. Right. But as far as like saving the climate and greenhouse gases, we'd be worse off if everybody was eating vegetables. Plus, beans give you mm-hmm. beans. Meth- beans methane. magical fruit. Methane Makes and your so on. Toot toot. Oh yeah, you just replace all the cow farts with people farts. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is way more inconvenient. But I I do like that we're trying <laughs> as Bryden is trying to be friends with the world again because too much of the time Trump was just against the world just to make sure that America was first, which is what a bully does is by not, you know, saying we're better than everyone and you need to play nice with us or we're not going to play at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's a very ethical way of being a world leader. Yeah. And I think the people in Guatemala appreciate that. Yeah. And they surge the border. What? <laughs> Hashtag surge. I can't, so, you can't call it surge, So though. when you guys surge. refer to illegals, mm-hmm. do you think that dehumanizes people? When you just say all them illegals coming at the border, are you thinking of them as people that actually have problems that want to come to America? Or are they only druggies that are obviously bad people? What do you think we think? Some of them, I assume, are good people. <laughs> well, but if you, anytime that you treat another human being as less than you if you use the term illegals you're instantly mm-hmm. dis- discounting them as being worthwhile well time out what if they're doing something illegal yes okay like let's say we take a room full of murderers and we say those illegals they're doing something illegal or have done something illegal and so we just discount them as people in general <clears throat> i never said anything about that but that's a good way that the left puts words in your mouth that because you use a term that is correct they spin it into something that's negative the bottom line is the people coming to the border and dropping kids off are doing things illegal. And so we say illegals to differentiate it from the people that are not doing things illegal. Right? But they want to come here, correct? Did you hear what I said? I said, right? Yes, right. Okay. People I just illegal. want you to understand what I'm saying. So people yeah. come here with the intentions. I just want to make sure that like, we're listening to each other as well. Yeah, we're listening, but that doesn't get us anywhere because we're getting hung up on semantics. No, I... I I don't think I use the word illegals, um, illegal immigrants, illegal immigration. Is that more proper? I don't know. I agree with you that, I mean, I, I hire a lot of people that I back up. <laughs> <laughs> I consider hiring people. So I work in an industry where, you know, a lot of those people work. I, what do you mean those people, Phil? People who happen people. to be in the country illegally. Um, mm-hmm. Like I, Ill- illegals? I love those guys. They're great. And they are people. They're the best. 
because uh, Phil and I are in the same industry. Yep. And I but, work side by side with them but, a lot. Um, but there has to be there has to be a boundary. There has to be a law. Whatever that law is, we should follow it. Um, so when there's a law, it's we all have agreed that you know if you're living in a group, say, to, so to s- squeeze it down to a bit more of an understandable. Say we started a club, we had a set number of rules and everybody in the club agreed to those rules right and then when you break that rule there's a consequence sure Mm -hmm. what if what if you didn't know what the rules were what if there are so many rules that you get in trouble and you can get kicked out of the club that would be terrible management yeah yeah well and i think that probably happens a, a lot yeah and that's a little bit of the situation when you deal with nations obviously jumping overboard illegally is a and it's an obvious one. There's signs up everywhere saying mm-hmm. don't jump over the border. But if someone is trying to come over here legally and it's taking them years and years and years to jump through everything and in the meantime, you know, they've they've been trying to seek asylum because terrible things are happening to them back home. They're trying to escape get gang, gang violence as an example. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. basically won't let them because they aren't worth it. Then we are forcing them into options that are not ideal where they would probably rather be in jail in the United States than be in Guatemala. Right. Yeah, I, I get that. And if I were that person, I'd make the same decision. But here, on the flip side, should we just let them all in? No, we need to fix the system. Right, but let's More say- so than building a stronger wall. I'm saying if, if we're going to throw $20 billion at a wall, you know, to build it, which they're finding out, you know, it's, you, can di- you can dig tunnels if you're... You know, there's lots They've, of ways to get yeah, around, around the wall. Yeah. And so if we instead invested half of that $10 billion into um, more border security, more official ways to get into the right. country. So, I mean, I, so, I, I guess I'm just, I'm more for us streamlining the system rather than making it so difficult to come in right. and then getting mad at people who have tried and tried and tried and then can't get in. So, so right. let's say we streamline it. We make it super easy to get in. I want. I want to say it's like, okay, well, okay. Well, let's just yeah, say yeah, in theory, thought, it's yeah. it's way easy. It's like you you come to the border, you give an ID. It can be fake or not. I mean, or, or let's just say you give an ID and you say I want to come to America and work, mm-hmm. and they say okay, and they stamp it. So it's super easy to do that. What's what's the limit? Like per year, per month, per day? Do we just let everyone come in? And this gets back to my argument earlier why not just admit them as a state? Like if, if the whole, if we're going to let the whole country in, like why not just make them a state? But, but, but my real question is, let's say it's super easy. What's the limit? Like how many do we let in? And I'm good with having a cap on an actual number. Right. How it's set up currently is that you can't have more than um, 10% of all of your immigration come from one country. Right. Mm. Which that part's broken. So like you can have, Ten percent of the immigration come from Canada, and only ten percent right. come from Mexico. Even though there's five times as much desire to come from the Mexican border, and right. so that's one of those things that should be tweaked. Should be, and so just having a hard cap on like two million people max or something to that effect. So and that can be more easily adjusted. I feel like rather than having those other convoluted, no more than ten percent of the total right. can come from one. And how do country. you monitor that? I mean, it's interesting. But well, well, there's that, but. And, and here's where I think it gets back to Trump 
Trump's argument, which he's a terrible arguer, but mm-hmm. um, let's say you do what you're saying, and Mexico is now 90% of the immigration, and Canada's like 0.5%, mm-hmm. and European countries are 0.5, Asian countries are, you know, whatever. It's like a lot less of all those countries coming in. Mexico, we can agree, is a borderline third world country, right? They're, mm-hmm. What's they're, the definition of third world? <laughs> well, I, I, that's, it's, a good, it's a rough, that's a good question. I'll, I'll, I'll change the term and just say the living conditions down there are substandard compared to America. Absolutely. And I'm talking, I'll talk specifically on something I know. Construction? No way. The reason why the earthquakes are so devastating in Mexico City is because their construction and infrastructure is terrible. Mm-hmm. So the individuals there are amazing. But I actually, I genuinely love the Mexican culture. Like, to me, it is amazing. And uh, so, I, well, I, I the, what you're saying. So the extreme I'm getting at is, like, let's say all of Mexico immigrated here tomorrow. Like, what, what, what would that be like? I you're you're making the argument that we should just turn them into a state. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying is because that's – I'm asking where do you draw the line? And if the line is so far toward just come on in, it's like – But why, we, we aren't there. Like you're, you're, you're saying what if the pendulum swings all the way over here? But, well, the point of regulation is you can slowly dial it up rather than just be like, come on over. Well, don't worry about and, it. And I think those slow dials are, are not going to do anything. I think if, if you made 100% of our immigration – from Mexico, you're still going to have tons of illegal immigration from Mexico because there's probably at least I'll bet there's I don't know the numbers, but I'll bet there's 10 to 20 times as many people that want to come here from Mexico as our total allotment of immigration mm-hmm. in total. So you could make it all that. There's still going to be it's not even going to make a dent. I think I think you have so, to drastically increase how many people you let in in general. To okay, well let's say that. next year 20 million. Latinos want, right. want to come into the United States. What's going to happen? That's a good question. Where are they going to live? Mi hablo español. I'm going to have to learn how to speak Spanish better. Okay. And that's a problem. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, like Utah, probably, for example. I could probably it, schedule drywallers a lot quicker. Like yeah. the pe- people that live in Utah can't get housing. Like there's a shortage on housing now. Like where are all those people going to live? They're going to build the houses. Yeah. And so why not just make a mistake and they can stay? That's not how it works. We can't even get um, California, who's been wanting to split into two states or three states or five states to do what they want. Be all right. so I bet Mexico is going to be the next state. We can't yeah. get Nevada to take <laughs> Wendover, even though we've been wanting them to for a century. Yeah. To take Wendover? Is Wendover in Utah? Half, West, half yeah. of it is. West, oh, really? West, West Wendover. Eastern Wendover? They call it Wendover and yeah, West so, Wendover. So, so East, yeah. Is it is that at West Wendover? And West o- Wendover is... Nevada. Fine, it's a beautiful city because it gets paid for by, you know, Nevada's Casinos, dollars and casino yeah. money, and then you cross into the Utah border, and it's just all this dilapidated. It's the wrong side of the tracks. Yeah, wrong side of tracks, but you still have to maintain, you know, all the things in order to be a city. You have to have a fire department, police department, and so right. on, and Utah doesn't want to, and we're like, Nevada, can't you just take it? And right. Congress said, no, you guys can't change the, <laughs> the <laughs> state lines. That's so interesting. I've never been to Wendell. We should go. Yeah. You can, you can. I would have thought it was the opposite for some reason. No, regular window. Yeah. See, here, here's my point on the border, and this is just simple. Like, I, I actually would be for opening the border, and what mm-hmm. I mean by that is literally just okay. There's no border here, just like Mexico or Canada. Like, you can drive across. There's light. You know, there's no wall. There's anything like that. 
But in order to enforce the laws that we per- currently have, there needs to be something. So it's either you decide that you're going to have an open border or you don't. And, and I think what keeps happening is people keep pushing it towards more of an open border and there's people that disagree with it. My point is there's information and there's stuff already on the books that we need to adhere to. And so let's just adhere to that. That's why I'm in support of it because there's already stuff there. The legal thing to do would be to follow those rules and those laws and those things that are put forward, right? But uh, it seems like certain people don't wanna do that and I don't know the motive behind it and I know there's conspiracy theories about it, but uh, Mm -hmm. I I don't have any data to back it up. But I mean, I speed every single day. Like mm-hmm. there's set rules and laws on what you should do on the road. Right. And 90% of people don't follow those intentionally. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, well, it's 70. I'll go 74. Right. Um, I'm, I'm breaking the law constantly. Right. You're an illegal. But there's and a so difference. So I'm an illegal. There's a difference. You're talking about the person that's executing the illegal action. What I'm talking about, the discussion we're having is from the police officer standing where they sit there and go, well, if it's 10 over, we're not going to pull them over, mm-hmm. right? So there's a vari- a variable that the police officers are giving you like this this kind of like, meh, it's okay yeah. if, you know what I mean? So it it there that's kind of the role we're playing in America as citizens and quotations because we're not really the ones in control, but mm-hmm. the enforcement, the federal government, the the everybody here is playing the police officer role in the speeding scenario and saying, "Ah, we'll let people speed. It's okay." Yeah, well, you know I, mean? I mean, but I'm saying, doesn't that allude more to human nature that generally we get away with what we can get away with? Mm-hmm. Even if we know what's right and what's wrong and, or there, for a lot of people, there's a difference between what's right and what's wrong and then what's rules and what aren't rules. You know, right. like ideally everybody would just treat following rules as what's right. Right. But we are slipping more and more into a culture where um, we, we are convinced that those who make the rules are unethical and therefore the rules themselves are unethical, so we don't have to follow them. Right. And I think it speaks to, to people as an individual, not necessarily as a human nature, because I'll tell you right now, I know lots of people that don't speed. And mm-hmm. I've driven so much in my life all through high school. I've always had a car. I've always driven. I used to drive for work. Guess what? I typically drive the speed limit. Nice. And I, I've had enough tickets, too, <laughs> <laughs> that I went, okay, maybe I should chill out and drive the speed limit. I typically drive the speed up, maybe a few miles per hour over, but I don't even like doing that. Ask my wife. She gets annoyed driving around with me. Because you don't drive over the speed limit? Not much. No. You and, and I are complete. Unless I don't. I mean. <laughs> That's why I asked you, how long does it take to get St. George? Like five hours? And you're like, two? <laughs> True. <laughs> that was a real conversation, huh? I said, oh, because I'm used to driving the speed limit and stopping No, it takes about three, a little over three hours. Yeah, so five. Three hours? To St. George? <laughs> oh, I thought you said to Vegas. Oh, no. No, St. Okay. George. Vegas uh, is four hours, 22 minutes. As long as there's no <laughs> construction between St. George and uh, Mesquite. Yeah, if you, if you don't hit traffic or anything and you're oh, going man. the speed limit, <laughs> don't do any math, anyone out there. <laughs> you know, you want to give out your driver's license? I mean, your... your License plate number real quick, Phil. Yeah. So with all the tangenting that I just did, mm-hmm. I like Biden because he's trying to play nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's that's yeah, that's where that's we started. That's Jake, right. it's your turn. What do you like about Biden? So wait You've a had minute, 14 though. minutes to figure so this out. So here's the thing with Biden. He's like, oh, Trump's so evil. He's locking all these kids up. <laughs> and now it's like he's got way more people locked up. Like, what's the deal with that? He doesn't. I don't think he has more. He doesn't have more than Trump did. He's just using similar methods. Yeah, And so, yeah, it's very much, as with all politics, that it's okay until 
exactly. until you have to until do it. I have to do it and deal with the actual <laughs> like how do you, how to govern and you know get people to follow law. Sometimes you gotta it's like play dirty when so he's trying to do that on the down low. And that's, yeah, I don't know if you can do that anymore. I don't think you can keep things a secret unless you're a Clinton. When I, whenever I hear no. politicians that you know are lying, I always hear it in the voice of um, Chief Wiggum. Or, uh, no, not <laughs> Chief Wiggum, but what's his, the, the mayor from Simpsons. Mayor oh, kind of like a Kendi- Quimby. Yeah, yeah. Quimby. Kennedy. Mayor Quimby, yeah. Uh, I think that's his name. <laughs> it's like, I would do better. Yeah, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> the border will be more secure. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's good, good job. Good job, I don't usually do impressions. That's Jake's job. No, that's that's your bread and butter. That one right <laughs> there. <laughs> I am the Mayor Quimby from here yeah. on. You can open with that one, Jeff All right. Quimby. <laughs> All right, Jake. What do you what do you like about Biden? Um, I I like that Biden has a positive, forward looking attitude about things. Mm-hmm. Um, he usually has kind of when he's speaking has that puts that forward, that, that idea that, you know, we're, we're moving forward. Um, he's too liberal for me. I don't like the vast majority of his policies. Oh, man, I thought you were going to go through a full compliment without a butt. Nope. Okay, keep going. Um, well, my butt is, even though I disagree with all of his policies, I like his, I like his positive attitude. I like that he's known for, you know, reaching across the table and, and working with people of other parties. Right. Um, he's... He, <laughs> <laughs> he's just not but doing, he's not doing that um, I would do better I would do better <laughs> <laughs> and that's all <laughs> so I, I actually have one oh, I, I like Biden because he does this funny bit where he like I don't know if he went to mime school or something mime but he's, he's like talking and then all of a sudden it's like paying attention to like a bee flying around or something or like walks the other direction like the dog from up yeah oh yeah exactly squirrel Squirrel. i hate squirrels i love that i I wonder where he learned that but he's good at it. probably from up oh yeah it's his favorite movie that's what i heard no but have you seen the one where he's like in a convenience store or something he's like giving a speech Mm mm-hmm and then he just like turns off the other way, and you can hear all the aides like, "Okay, we're done. Press off. Okay, we're done." And, like, kind of shutting them out. Cut. We're like, "What is happening? Is the president under control by like?" <laughs> or when he just Russians walks so, away from the podium. I know that this the, is about us liking. Oh yeah, Biden. Well, I like it. Is what I'm saying. I know that's the best you can do. So thank you, Phil. I I like that he <laughs> has has recently learned how to fully walk upstairs. Oh yeah, really, Jake. without falling. Really, Jake, this is a serious topic. Please no, quit making fun of me. It only happened once. Remember Damn. when Trent or Trent, Trump did the same thing? Trump walked down the stairs like really slow, and they're like, "Oh, dementia! He's got <laughs> dementia!" And like now, Biden's like forgetting who he is half the time. They're like, "He's totally fine." Phil, this is why we like Biden. I do love him. This is the the love Biden hour. Jeff's turn. Okay. Um, I, I honestly didn't think of this beforehand, but I decided while we're sitting here, there's two things that I like about Biden. One, we've had four years of kind of unpredictable and crazy weird hair. And I like that Biden's more consistent. He's got a consistent look and uh, he's good. Mm-hmm. You know, he's an old man. White hair. I like that. Oh, hair. I thought you were talking about like... No, just his hair. General. No, just hair. <laughs> just in general. You know you know what direction it's going to face when you see him on camera next. Oh. Like, like you'll see Trump walking into the 
air the helicopter, you know, and his hair is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And it's unpredictable. Is it backwards or forwards? I don't know. See, that's the thing. Hmm. But I like that you can predict a little bit with Biden. Yeah. You yeah. know what you're... The second thing, which is You know probably, what you're getting with him. Yeah. That's for sure. <laughs> the white hair. His, his color hair is amazing. It is stark white. I like it. Iron stark. So the other thing that I like, and I told, I told Phil about this, but I, I like that uh, he's talking about canceling people's student loans because that'll affect my friends. Oh, that's right. Some people, I don't know who, will just, <laughs> will just have no more student someone, loans. Someone I know won't have... <laughs> it makes me happy. Of someone who went to super fancy school when no one else got to will just suddenly have no more debt. That's right. And no one else got to go to that school. Bolt's, it was Trent. Bolt's, yeah, Trent. Not, Bolt's right. nodding in his head in full agreement in this situation. Mm-mm. I think it's a good idea. Don't you agree, Bolt? No. Why? What? Get uh, paying everyone's yeah, student loans? Just or hand out more money for student. Honestly, the only reason I'm like, Or yeah. not paying their student loans, just forgiving them. Yeah, right? forgiving That's what's them. going on. Right. Yep. Yeah. What th- is proposed is going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. How's that going to go down, Bolt? Is he going to do it with the executive order? You think he might? I hope it's only ten thousand. If if it does go through, rather than the fifty thousand, why is that? Because uh, if you forgive ten thousand dollars per person, I think it uh, wipes out everyone's debt for like sixty four percent of people, mm-hmm. and so that's good enough. Like that's almost right. that's almost two thirds. So you're just by doing fifty thousand, it's only like eighty percent or something like that. So forty. <laughs> so it was just. Gonna, it's a boatload more money to do 52 50 yeah. as well. And so yeah. I'm just everyone nobody forced anyone to get those loans. Yeah. And so that's why that bugs me. I get like making it so it's zero interest and you just have to pay back it without any interest. I'd yeah. be okay with that. That'd be cool. It's yeah, the problem is just from what I hear, I don't have a lot of experience <laughs> in this. But uh, it's the federal loans are so easy like you can say, I can't pay this month, or I can't pay this year. And they're like, okay. And like, if, as long as you do that for 20 years, they just forgive it. <laughs> yeah. It's like... Well, I like how it's painted as, you can't ever get away from these. Like, they can follow you after bankruptcy, and that's because yeah. you haven't been paying it off. Yeah. yeah. Like, when all the other bills were due, you could just say, I can't pay my student loan debt. And you're like, like you said, they're just like, okay, don't worry about yeah. it. But then once you're done with bankruptcy, it's like, it's still there. Right. So, yeah, it follows you around if you don't pay it's it almost like at a all. debt yeah yeah how do they impact, <laughs> how do they impact your credit student loans do uh they? that's a good question i hear that people <laughs> that have a lot of student loans just don't have or use credit at all so <laughs> they just have cash in their mattress that's what i heard but yeah probably true so <laughs> so if you want to buy a car or a house Cash. Not a good idea. You just but. turn in the turn in your mattress. But yeah. but do student loans impact your credit? Yes. Oh yeah, they do. Right? For sure. Yeah. Yep. Even federal. Yeah. Yeah, all of them because it's a debt to income ratio. So like, if you have a lot of yeah. student loans, you go to get a loan. They say, well, you owe. Hypothetically, hypo- a lot. Of, I'm I'm asking you, for the sake of the audience. Yeah. I've seen my credit score many times. You you owe a lot of money, and because of that, and compared that to your income, that means. You already have a mortgage, so. Happy birthday yeah. is what they say. <laughs> Happy birthday and Felix Navidad. <laughs> so, Felix, never die. <laughs> Please never die, Felix. So if that happens, if $50,000 gets forgiven, that'd be cool. For, for someone that you For know. some people. Yeah, for some people. 
but uh, I'm I'm against it, like for sure. Yeah, I'm. It's it's like the stimulus package with me. Yeah. Yeah, Uncle Joe gave me seven thousand bucks in my bank, and I don't like it, but I'm using the money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and if I uh, or someone I knew had that debt <laughs> forgiven, I would disagree with it for sure. But if it happened to that person or me... You know what I would do to, with that person is I would take the federal government to court and demand that you pay them. Yeah. I, I, want, I mean the person that you know, pay them. I want that debt back. That's what I'd say. Yep. So how much debt, debt do you n- not have? <laughs> if I've, I've if you had <laughs> student loan debts, how much would it be? If I had, right they'd probably be a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. At least... I'd have zero. Yeah. You'd be smart to do it. The only student loan debt that I might have right now is if American Fork High School, I still owe money to the lunch lady. <laughs> that would be the closest thing I can relate. Because, yeah, here's the thing that bugged me about, because we got a fair amount of student loans, but 10000 of it was, like, a loan because we needed to get, like, other things. You know, like, we needed a new... We need to survive during yeah. school. Yeah, food. so we, it wasn't necessarily bought just... For school, it was bought right. for everything else, yeah. and so I, we were living off of it. And so uh, that's where I'm like, for, if you're going to forgive it, it needs to be specifically tuition. You know, was right. that a federal loan for yeah. other things? Okay, yeah, it was. Um, what, who, what? What's the name? Franny of it? Mac. Franny Mac. Franny Mac Selling. and Chase. Yeah, <laughs> all of them. All all those. An interesting up. factoid is uh, if if someone were to go through like bankruptcy over student loans. Uh, that those kind of debts where it wasn't spent on tuition can actually get forgiven pretty easily. Um, for some reason, it's the tuition money that like it's really hard to get rid of. Well, student loans actually is the only debt that doesn't go away at, in bankruptcy. Or um, no, yes. So that right. that's not true. It, it it can go away in bankruptcy, um, but it's very rare to happen because you have to prove in court that you're never going to be able to pay it off. Not only can you not pay it now, but never in your life are you going to be able to pay it, which is a hard thing to prove. So, um, so it, it can and, and does get wiped away. But for some people I know, that's not the case. It's just <laughs> hanging around. This is one of the biggest reasons why I didn't go to college. No joke. I, I was like, I can't afford it, and yeah. I don't want to pay it off for right. ever. So. so I need to head out. But um, to wrap things up, Phil's right 38% of the time. And when I am, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> he think like the rest of us, we all know we're right the rest of the time. Personally, we all think we're right. But What's what, what would you say that we, we our takeaway is from this little session? Of love and Biden? Sure. I, I think that love and Biden, the bottom line is, and the reason why I actually brought it up is because I've had a lot of frustration with him and I don't like him that much. But you have to be able to find something that you like about everybody. And I'll bet you he's actually a decent guy. He seems reasonably he doesn't, decent. I don't think he's Satan reincarnate. He's, he's the best gun salesman this country's <laughs> ever had. Obama was pretty good. Obama yeah. was good. You yeah. can't even buy ammunition right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Except in Las Vegas, oddly. I was just there and heard that they have ammunition. <laughs> you're you're going to head there? <laughs> yeah. Is that the herd mentality? I heard from some guy that has student loans. Yeah, that guy. That's awesome. I, that's what I took from it, and I, I I try and do that with people in my personal life too. And it, it like, 
if I have a client or somebody that I don't really like, it's too easy to get wrapped up in that. And you got to find out things you do like about them. Typically, you can find something mm-hmm. and even become friends over it, you know, even though there's things you don't like. And believe it or not, most of my clients, if we ever talk politics, I wouldn't have any clients, but um, <laughs> we get along very, very well because we do have realities and we do have things that we love about each other. And we are we're in this together. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Whatever this is. It's uh, the plan of salvation, Jeff, where we gain a body and return to I, live. I was just talking about a construction project. Oh, okay. We're, in the, okay. we're in this together. <laughs> we're going to build your house and you're going to live in it. Exactly. <laughs> For mortality only. Yes. For all time and eternity. <laughs> all right, listen. Too much politics on the mind. Too much, too much. Makes me sick. But I wanted to talk about something that has been on my mind for a while. Well, this week, a lot. And I'm bringing it up because I don't want to hear Phil talk anymore. Dog food. Dog food. Jake. Yes. What do you feed your dogs? Crap. Kibbles. Literally literally crap. Kibbles. Oh, kibbles. Crap actually has more nourishment than the dog food that I give them. I thought you had like prize-winning show dogs or something. We do. have a a, uh, champion breed Australian Shepherd, mm-hmm. and we feed her crap. Named Joanna. Oh, Joanna. Yeah, Chip Ooh, and Joanna. Sorry, can dogs. we release your dog's name yep. on a national broadcast? Yeah, I don't care if they don't like it. Oh, thank goodness. What's their social security I'm the number? Boss. So, what what kind of kibble do you feed them? Um, we get it on Amazon Auto Ship. Mm-hmm. It comes every I think five weeks, mm-hmm. and it's a fifty uh, pounder, like Purina Dog Chow or something. Like okay. Dog Purina One. Okay, all of them. Proposed to be the best, but all of them are not terrible. The best. Yeah. So I, the reason I brought this up is because we just barely looked into and started. And hopefully, I don't regret this. Of like a dog food delivery service, but it's like fresh dog food, like turkey and stuff, all ground up, and it's not free. It. It's not like super cooked. I, I don't. I don't know all the details about it, but. Um, they basically ship it to your house as often as you set up, whether it's like once a month or every other week or whatever. And uh, it's like legit food. Apparently, it's I can eat it. I'll probably bring it on some camping trips and eat it with you. Okay, Phil? Do you want some jerky, Phil? He doesn't want any <laughs> dog food. No, but it's like it's like meat, like raw mm-hmm. meats, consistency. It's and soft? I guess. I'll tell you guys later when I get it. Let it's me called, know how it tastes. It's called... <laughs> I will. Or just Lucy will tell I'll me. I'll interview my dog, which is named Luna. Luna. But let me tell you, this is kind of a messed up thing that happened because about two or three months ago, we had a dog who was four years old just die because of what the vet called an autoimmune dis- like disorder where her body was basically attacking itself. Wait, I thought that was Luna. No, that was Molly. Oh. Molly. Luna's the new one. Luna's the new one, yeah. So... It was crazy because my, on the princess diet. my dog started going downhill and then all of a sudden with, we took her to the vet at like 11 o'clock at night one night because she was terrible. Like mm-hmm. wasn't eating, wasn't drinking. We took her in. By the next night, she was basically, the, do- the doc was like, yeah, she's got 20% chance to live. And if you give her this $5,000 treatment, um, like 25% chance. And we're like, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> basically, she was gone. Can I get a She was gone. So, right. So anyways, we couldn't figure out what was going on. And my wife, you know, is pretty convinced it's from eating crappy food. Mm-hmm. And maybe not the cause, kind of like Derek Chauvin. That's not the cause, but it didn't help at all. 
yeah. right? By feeding them crappy food. Yeah. Every, I mean, every time I give my dogs food, I'm like, you guys want some crappy food? <laughs> like I, I legitimately, and I'm terrible for this. I know that I'm giving them bad food, right? It's food that was cooked at such a high temperature that all the organic matter is gone from it. Right. It's designed to sit on the shelf for 20 years. There's no nutritional value in it. And I still give it to them. Right. And I shouldn't just crack so, an egg into it. So we do actually. We I crack an egg for them every once in a while and, and give it to them. It's really good for their coat. Yeah. Um. And sometimes I'll give them like some f- food scraps from dinner or whatever. But if you have a promo code uh, and a refer re- referral code to that uh, company, I'll look into oh. it. It was a good topic know. to shut me up because we don't have animals live in our house. <laughs> I know. At so. least not the some, ones that are pets that you know Somehow of. you're still no. talking, though. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found something to butt in there with, though, didn't I? <laughs> Do you have any neighborhood cats and dogs that you don't like? Uh, I don't think so. We had two cougars maul a deer in no. our neighborhood's backyard, some neighbor. The poor pet it. deer? Yeah, like the neighbor. <laughs> The, the domesticated <laughs> like the deer. people heard this like <laughs> in the middle of the night and woke up to find this carcass and then looked at their camera in the back and watched two mountain lions destroy a deer you mean get dinner wow get dinner yeah survive yeah they survived real good when was this last year was it oh my gosh got last some good summer old venison i'm gonna make sure my car's locked those yeah. cougars they'll steal cars they will Take your car right by it happened to me. Cougar yep. took my car from my driveway. She smoked a lot in it. Oh. <laughs> oh. I oh, can't oh. 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 Wait, cougar. these were cats. On all fours. A cat. Uh, cats. Mm. Not two cougars. It was two <laughs> bob like wild cats. It wasn't two What were you women. guys thinking? Fifty year old women? Took out a deer. No. Okay. Never got mind. it. No, so what's a the, different story. What's the deer in that scenario? <laughs> a deer. Oh, okay. What do you mean? <laughs> the deer? It was younger victim. than them, so they liked it. Uh, yeah. Wow, this story has went really <laughs> far south. Or way north, I can't tell. But I have considered uh, Rough Greens. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I have. Yeah. Oh, you listen to Glenn Beck, too, so yeah. you know about it. Well, and there's a lot of people that advertise that. Yeah, a lot. Of, um, it's just basically like a nutrient-dense powder that yeah. you sprinkle in their food. Yep. We're going to try that, too. But anyways, I'll let you know how my dog does. My dog's so weird. We'll put the dry food out for her in the morning. She won't even eat it. For like till like two o'clock in the afternoon, she'll yeah, start eating it's it. It's probably so disgusting. Have you ever eaten dog or cat food? Uh, cat food, I when I was little, yeah, on purpose, of course. <laughs> I mean, yes, Phil, you ever eaten dog or cat food? Mm, probably as a dare, yeah. I did feed dog food to the young men at church once, yeah, yeah. Wet I, dog food, I it was a can of dog food, the mm-hmm. wet dog food, mm-hmm. I put it in middle layer of a, of a chocolate cake and i oh brought it it was, it was an object lesson uh-huh. so I, I put it in the cake and i said you know basically it was the lesson was hold out for information before you delve into something and right anyways they ate the cake anyway one With of the, the dog one of the members it. of the bishopric who was in the class he's like it's food he's a, he's a, he was an ex-marine so right. he's like it's food that's funny so, we had a we had a utensilless cookout in the Boy Scouts one time with uh, our scoutmaster, and he stuffed. We didn't know it at the time, but he stuffed cat food into uh, big portobello mushrooms. Just stuffed it in there, cooked it in the mushroom, and then served it up to all, anyone that wanted a bite. And then after we ate it, he, he told, told us it was cat food. And his whole point was, 
it was a survival thing, right? And learning how to cook mm-hmm. without utensils and a fire and all this stuff. And his whole point was, listen, if you need to eat food, you can eat almost any kind of food to survive. Mm-hmm. And one of the kids threw up <laughs> after he found he out. He threw it was up after food. he found out. Yeah. He probably would have been fine before. He was right. like, <laughs> Hilarious. But, and uh, then the Scoutmaster ate that throw up. <laughs> pretty oh, much. What? That's disgusting. Ew. Jake. Jake. That's gross. Too far. He's my favorite Scoutmaster. He's super old. I don't remember. What was his name? Cheney. Sweeney. Something. Maybe maybe you weren't in my troop then. I wasn't, but you and Danny talked about him all the time. He was so awesome. He's like Romney. old man. Romney. Something. Yep. Lieutenant Romney. Lieutenant Romney. <laughs> we haven't uh, we haven't shouted out to Romney for a while. No, we haven't. Hey, Romney, yeah. I know you're our listener. Hey, Senator Romney. We, we actually started this podcast you as your this? election campaign kickoff. Fascism. Yep. For 2024, because we all know the you're DC. running. That's why you're being all silent. Awesome. awesome. Silent. Oh, that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that we totally support the way you handle your dogs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I'm okay Tie them on the roof. I'd do it. But My I swear, I swear to dog, if you feed your dog <laughs> kibble, I am renouncing done. every support I have ever The two supports that you. I've given With, you. Without an egg, especially. And if you put your dog in a kennel outside, apparently that's abuse now. Really? According to Trent. Okay. <laughs> well, Romney legitimately is drawing up a new bill, right? Some counter bill or something to for... protect dogs? No. Oh. He doesn't oh, like not dogs, joking. remember? No, not joking. He's he's doing something. Infrastructure or oh, I don't know. The no, new infrastructure know. bill that is the Green New Deal with a new title? The that new one? Green Deal infrastructure. Five percent infrastructure. Six. That one? Don't short them. Oh, six percent. Where what was it Biden that said we'll cut emissions by fifty percent in nine years? Yeah, which mm-hmm. I don't think has ever happened. If everyone if we, the entire transportation industry went it, no transportation at all, planes, trains. Automobiles, automobiles, all of it went away overnight. We would cut like twenty percent. Well, fifty percent of it's farts from vegetarians and vegans. They mm-hmm. don't even need to do that. All they got to do is pull a Volkswagen and say, "Oh, it's not emitting as much as right." And lie about that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pull a Volkswagen. Yeah, what VW is did that. They they got busted. VW years changed ago. their computers, so oh, when yeah, you got yeah, an emission yeah. test, yeah. it yep. said it was all clear. When it was like. Spewing black smoke. That was just the, the that was just the diesels. The reason I know that is because I own a Volkswagen that same year. Oh, yeah? but it's just it's not a diesel, so it didn't oh. fall under that. But, it was a Golf, right? GTI. No, it was any any. Yours was. Oh right? no, it's a Passat. Yours. Is I still own it, but but any any uh, diesel from those years, they they totally screwed over and changed the chips in it. And then the guy didn't the guy step down like the leader of VW guy CEO or whatever. Adolf Hitler? Mm, yes. Oh, no. No, sorry. Wrong guy. Yeah, you guys should watch that documentary I talked about. For what is it? Hours. Trumbo? That Michael Moore. Trumbo. Oh, yeah. I really actually Trumbo want to watch Seven. that. What was it called? Something, something. Michael Moore. Uh, tr- I, re- I regret what I said. The truth about <laughs> documentaries. Michael Moore, the Green New Deal. The Green <laughs> New something. Anyway. Michael Moore, I bleed red. Something like that. All right. Well, I think Michael that's about Moore. it. I was day. wrong. <laughs> Michael Moore, Fahrenheit one two three. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Michael well, Moore, don't burn books. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Moore, Fahrenheit. All right. Thank you very much for 
downloading this episode and listening to it. And if you made it this far, you are either a saint or a fan. Um, hello to uh, Kirk. Hi, Kirk. I love you. Kirk, we love you. What's up, buddy? Kirk is our uh, most recent patron. Well, before Bolter. Yeah. But I've, our yeah, our most recent fan who is a patron on when, Patreon. When people talk about junk in trunks, I have been junk in Kirk's trunk. We all have been in Kirk's trunk in that <clears throat> Ford Escort. Oh, yeah, Ford Escort. That's what I was talking about. The blue about. one. Is that what it was, an Escort? Yep. Okay, and on that note, I love you all. Everyone have a good night. Do you have any closing remarks, boys? Uh, buy guns and like Biden and illegal immigrants are humans, mm-hmm. not illegals. And I need to change my And dog. Derek Chauvinist was wrongfully accused. Derek Chauvin, I think, was, that was overblown. But everyone else thinks he was a straight-up murderer. It's because you're racist. Showed up to go to work that day and do everything he was told to do. And the other guy showed up high to commit crimes. (laughs) (laughs) His family got $27 million. Derek Chauvin spends the rest of his life in prison. And they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> Good final thoughts, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> Very uplifting. <laughs> Good night. Hmm?